All right. So if uh, Shannon's done chewing loudly into a microphone, <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> Hold on, let me take my gum. Let, let me take my gum out. I'm like, all right, and then all of a sudden I say, "Dude, I don't know if you listened to last week. I like even like I made him opening the can even louder. Yeah, yeah that like, it, it was so good. It was so good. Silence around it to make it even more dramatic. Did you slow it down also, or did you just crank up the volume? I just made it louder, and then like all the like audio around it, I just silenced everything so it okay. stood out to add that dramatic couple seconds between him doing it and then you like reaming him on it. Because it was totally one of those things where I th- I I swore you made it go like. <laughs> no, that was just like that made it even louder. It was literally just he just opened it that slow. That's so good! Oh my god! Welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 180, recording February 27th, 2022. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are discussing who is your new starter Pokemon? Uh, Nintendo jumping in and quietly acquiring some companies, some truly special, in air quotes, special video game logos. And to do this, I have with me, as always, Shannon of the Fine Arts. More. Yes, we've gone to some art shows this week, and I've picked up some some invaluable prints, some anime prints that are going to double in price over the over the next years. Yes, add to your waifu collection. I'm sure, dude. There's no. Well, okay, there is one girl in this room, but like she's way in the back, dude. You can't even see her. Look, I mean, like she's way is, in the back. this is this is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Shannon's I've been like, at- all dudes here, bro. Like, don't- I was I was asked like three times where that print was, and I got the last one. And like mm-hmm. people were coming up to me saying, "Dude, can I ha- can I trade you that? Can I buy it off of you? I'll pay double the price. I just want the print." And I was just like, "No, I'm cool. I got it. I like it." Wow. All right. It's a it's a it's a fungible token. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's completely fungible. Yes. Um, <laughs> Now, now, can you explain what that print is? Because I'm seeing half-naked burly dudes. So <laughs> this is an Attack on Titan uh, print here. And mm-hmm. uh, this is Aaron Yeager as, uh, in his Titan form. This is the Armored Titan. Okay. Um, this over here is Levi. And that in the back is uh, the, uh, his uh, longtime friend. Uh, I forget her name. Uh, but I got three out of the four people. <laughs> wow. And I know. But the female character. Shannon Ally Moore. Jeez. Yeah. What's her name? Longtime girlfriend. I don't know. Uh, she wears a scarf or something. Uh, yeah. Some some lady she, who's, who acts She's the one with the purple makeup. hair. So that's how you can tell her apart from all the other sanely drawn women. Dude, she's not even. The, no, she's got like a bob. Like, you know, that's, the, that's how you know she's different. She's got the shorter hair. Everybody uh, else has like the uh, longer ponytail. <laughs> We, we celebrate our A-frame queen around here, yes. Um, whatever, yeah. her, whatever her name is. Also, 
with us is Justin. I haven't slept since Thursday, Carter. Yes, uh, Elden Ring came out Thursday at 10 and my time, and it has consumed my life. Uh, I actually did get out to today and actually had to pick up dog shit and stuff. I was like, something does have to get done around the house. I can't mm-hmm. just play Elden Ring for 10 hours straight, but... Yeah, you're 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 welcome for me waking you up early to do this show. Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. Otherwise, you would have rolled out of bed at noon o'clock and uh, just kept the kept the uh, venturing going. I'm sure. Um, are so yes, we are recording bright and early on a Sunday morning, um, and luckily for us, we just got the Pokemon. Uh, was it a Pokemon Direct? Yeah, the little Pokemon Pokemon Direct, where they revealed the new Pokemon games coming out late 2022. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the exciting thing is we are getting Pokemon Scarlet and uh, Violet, right? Scarlet and Violet? Yeah, Scarlet and Violet. So that is coming probably, uh, they're saying late 2022. My guess is holiday 2022, because that's when they usually do these things. It's like a November release. Um, that's when Diamond and, and Pearl dropped last year, right? Yeah. And, I mean, what do you guys think? Because like part of me was uh, was hoping that they might take a year after Arceus and kind of like, you know, hit reset a little bit, kind of like what, uh, well, we'll talk about in a minute what Activision's doing with Call of Duty, um, but they're they're rolling right into it, and it looks very Pokemon Legends ish to me from the trailer. Well, that's kind of what I've been hoping for. I was hoping that they would take a page out of Arceus and stuff because mm-hmm. everyone's loved that, and basically, you know, it's been like considered a huge step forward for the yeah. Pokemon franchise. So to go back. To kind of even like Sword and Shield or something like Diamond and Pearl would be, I think, like a huge like setback. I gotta tell you guys, I I went to try to go back to my Diamond game th- hmm. this week for a second because I was like, oh, you know, I totally abandoned that. I should see where I was in that. Oof, ooh, that's I can't, I can't go back. Like it's so <laughs> rough. I I got like five steps and had three random battles pop off and i'm like nope no i'm screw this this is too frustrating i'm done yeah when i opened up my twitter feed this morning and i saw that it like the two title cards come up i was like oh no did they go back to like like, the 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 old style pokemon like after we've tasted freedom like have they Mm -hmm. put us back in shackles and um then i actually saw like the uh the trailer and yeah it's it's more arceus like it's just um you know, they've done their typical, like, let's give you two different Pokemon at the end of the game and we'll call it two different things. And, and um, by that, and by that, uh, how, how we mean by more Arceus is they, there seems to be the overworld map Pokemon on the map that you can see, like the, the pres- presentation of it was exactly like, if you, in case you haven't seen the trailer, the presentation of it looked exactly like Arceus looks when you're yeah. walking around the map. So I, that made me happy. But then there also was towns and, and, you know, it's a modern setting and all that. So it does make me wonder um, if it's going to do them a disservice with Arceus since, you know, it came out at the beginning of the year 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're shooting yourself in the foot with DLC for that one. Um, you know, because there, you know, there's, you can always just make another island and have people go to that. You know, um, sure. You have the Pokemon that can travel through water, so you know, by all means, just create some DLC for that bad boy. But um, you know, uh, I'll I'll stop playing RCS now to play that game in the end of the year. That's fine. Well, I mean, let's let's be honest. You're going to stop playing RCS anyway, and. <laughs> I mean, everyone is in kind of within the next month, I think, you know, it's, it's going to just run its course because even the most ardent Nintendo fans have Kirby coming. Even if you are, even if you aren't about this Elden Ring life or horizon or by the way, we don't play it, but guys, destiny, the witch queen dropped, you know, and the witch queen, uh, is a huge player base. And is like totally one of those very few games that can survive in this era of Elden Ring and Horizon. So I'm I'm guessing that a lot of people are going to fall off RCS, even though they they launched with the Daybreak uh, DLC today, which apparently just adds more legendaries to catch and a couple more big, uh, big, big battles against the other guardians and stuff like that. But it doesn't appear to be that substantial. So. Yeah. Shannon, you jumping into the Daybreak DLC? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if Wait. I'm going to do an early morning recording again because you guys just are both tired. You guys are tired. I know. Can I, I'm dude, fine. I, you can, were I, can, I you, can, I, can I make you a wonderful cup of coffee, you guys? Can we can we, can we pick this up a little bit? I'm Shannon, fine. I was. Shannon's over there looking like he literally rolled out of bed and jumped on a call. <laughs> no, I I was um I, I got I, I was on early duty today. So like, you know, I got up with my son in the morning and mm-hmm. like went downstairs and watched some shows. And so I'm just, you know, I'm getting up to speed. I've just gotten my, you know, my Red Bull is about halfway through. You know, I mm-hmm. popped it before the show started this time. So like, you know, <laughs> doing things right this time but you know i'm still i'm still getting in the gear but i'm still right, like you right. know, just going well, through the motion I, I got you in first can we shift it into second possibly third <laughs> i know okay. it's hard to work the all clutch right, right. this thing in the morning but but you know if we could if we could get the gear shifted just a little <laughs> that would be you're nice. at a two i need you at like a seven or an eight right now yeah yeah i mean we don't, we don't have to kick it into overdrive but if we if you know if i could just get you humming you know a little bit that'd be nice <laughs> all right uh, all right so based off the three starters they showed which one yeah. you boys picking oh mm. well see I, before, usually, I usually go i'll go fire usually like that's my gonna, jam it's gonna be hard to deny the fire boy like he looks pretty good. The little dino fire skull thing. Yeah, but he's got like he's like an apple. Like you zoom in on that dude, his head is like an apple. Like that's the only like thing that turns an me apple. off about him. Yeah, look, he's got a little sprout on the top of his head. Hmm. I wonder his if he's eye... fire and plant, maybe? I don't know. That'd be but cool. like But yeah. like the wolf dude looks pretty cool. Like I mean I might do nature, but like usually every time I play a Pokemon game, nature is like the one that gets rolled on first. Like mm-hmm. when I'm playing. Um, so I don't know. And the duck dude, the duck with a pompadour, is that what he's wearing? It looks, I thought it was a hat at first, but I think it might yeah. just be a pomp. The duck with the pompadour is pretty rad. Yeah. I was like, duck is my, I'm locking in duck is my pick. 
I put that in our outline, the first meme I saw of <laughs> the girl saying, thank you for changing my life, and the duck Pokemon being like, I'm literally a duck. Um, <laughs> so, yes. But I, hmm. Well, we got the vote before we recorded with my four-year-old saying she wanted the green fox. Mm-hmm. So Is it a fox or a wolf? It looks like know. a cat. Like... <laughs> It looks it like has... a po- it looks like a Pokemon. I don't know. Like <laughs> you're kind, you, you know what, Justin? Now that I now that you've put that in my brain, I think you're right. I think it's a cat. I mean, it I has very cat like mouth. I'm gonna I'm gonna nose. say right now it is not a cat um, because they've ha- they've had their cat type Pokemon and they very very clearly make it cat like. But what I mean, if it looks what like if a... it's? I mean, it looks like the Alolan cat that was a fire cat. Yeah, no, it looks it very similar to fi- it looks. It I looks bet, okay. I put a, a like clear the, picture. I put a clear picture in the outline so you guys can discuss. Yeah, it looks to me a lot like the the fire, like because we had a fire cat before, and its features mm-hmm. are very similar to. Like, look at that! It has the two little front teeth, the little tiny button nose. Mm-hmm. Two eyes made right, out of coal. All right, <laughs> all right but all right, I do okay. agree yeah, with Shannon. I think. Funny. This is looks like some sort of apple dragon. Oh, oh, oh. Kind of so thing, I'm though. I'm looking at the uh, so NintendoSoup.com has <laughs> the English names and English details revealed. They've just posted it up. Uh, the the gr- grass starter is a Sprigatito, and it is the capricious attention seeking grass cat Pokemon. So there you go. Boom. And it's too clingy. It's attention seeking. Screw that. Okay, <laughs> so the red the red starter is Fucoco. Which just sounds like a swear word in a foreign language. Fucoco. Pretty much. I mean, like, um, I'm just gonna take change it to Fucoco. I mean, that's probably what you just <laughs> would pronounce it anyway. Uh the and and it is the laid back fire croc Pokemon that does mm. things at its own pace, so it sounds like a lazy <laughs> fire croc. Shannon's pickle. Yeah. Number one with a bullet. Shannon's <laughs> Shannon's spirit animal right there. Um it's also the fattest of the Pokemon. Whoa! <laughs> it's it's uh, the shortest and fattest of all. Shots fired. <laughs> Zach's like you cheesesteak fuck. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh come on, I, I've I've got shaded by at least thirty pounds. Um. Anyway, the the duck, my boy, is a Quaxley. Oh, okay. I like that name. Yeah, Quaxley's Quaxley's really good, and uh, that's Q U A X L Y. By the way, mm-hmm. got to get the X in there. He's a he's a Gen Z. Um, <laughs> the, the earnest and tidy duckling Pokemon. <laughs> he's got an OCD compulsion to clean. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also know that that's Justin Starter because it's the tallest. So. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I'm is- done. It's. It's a good. It's a good bunch. Yeah, I, I've kind of like the the design of the starters. The, you know, I I thought Sword and Shield had decent starters. They really haven't had bad ones since Black and White. But uh, one of these days, Justin, we should. Uh, <laughs> did you just pull pizza crust like out of thin fucking air? Like, what is that? Yeah, like, it is. I was eating. I was. <laughs> I was eating pizza 
before the podcast and oh, the, i don't know if you heard it earlier but bunny was trying to dig through the fucking office door because mm-hmm. he knew there was food in here uh, so i usually feed i usually don't eat my crust because i usually feed it to them mm. and so they were all going ape shit because they knew i had pizza crust in here so they were it, all sitting down nicely waiting for it so i started so, to give it to them so for people for people wondering what the hell just happened we're on our call and shannon is in in repose in his chair, leaned back, looking very, very comfortable. Justin, all of a sudden, starts, like, moving all around in front of the camera. (laughs) And the next thing I know, I see one huge claw go past the camera off screen and come back with just, like, this half moon of pizza crust right out of nowhere. And I'm like, bro, it is 10 in the morning. Like, where are you getting pizza crust? Like, I thought maybe that was last night's Elden Ring Food it was yes. okay. that was that was for dinner last night while I was playing Elden Ring, and it came off right. the top shelf too. It wasn't like yeah, was like yeah, out, it was lower. It was like yeah. up and over. Well, it has <laughs> to be up high, otherwise they will rip it off the counter. Right. Like right. whatever. So I have it like very high up on the desk, so the dogs can just rip the pizza box off the desk and run with it. That was that was very funny. Just <laughs> anyway, what I was saying before before all that happened uh, is one of these days, Justin, in a slow period over the summer we should do a ranking of pokemon starters Ooh, i'd be down for that kind of how we did the marvel movie rankings we should do that mm-hmm. and now that's I, good it's a good idea and now i see nothing but husky tails behind you going back and forth so. yes they are they're thinking that there's more ah yes pizza crust are. but there is no pizza crust <laughs> left <laughs> uh the best boys anyway so, uh, real quick, since I mentioned it, we should talk about it real quick. Uh, Activision taking a year off of Call of Duty. It was rumored for a while, and then uh, then it hit. So, what are you guys thinking? Do you think this is an Xbox thing, like with them acquiring? Or... Yeah, it is. it's a no shit, Sherlock. Like, let's figure out how to put this on Xbox so that nobody on PlayStation can play it. Uh, see, I don't think that. I, yeah, I, I do. I think they're going to be like, okay, what can we do to rebrand this so we can still save face and say, yeah, all the Call of Duties are still playable across all platforms, but we have a new hotness that's the Call of Duty-esque that we could put on our shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it, it doesn't surprise me that you have this company that spent all this money on something that, you know, depending on the reports that you hear, has declining sales and how they're going to keep that as a viable money-making property. Yeah, I, I think, I've, I don't know. I think part of what you're saying is totally right. Like Call of Duty is a franchise as big as it is, has been shrinking every year. And Vanguard went over like a lead balloon. Like that game came and went so fast. And everyone that played it was just like, oh God, no. Like, please, please, no, no, no more of this. And, uh, you know, I mean, it took less than a month, I think, for Modern Warfare to have a bigger player base than Vanguard, which, oof, you know, going back to our Battlefield discussion last week, <laughs> oof. Um, so it it makes a lot of sense for me that they would just hit pause, kind of like what happened with Ubisoft after that horrible French Assassin's Creed. 
oh yeah unite or whatever yeah, yeah unity. unity and they just were like yeah so we're just not gonna release an assassin's creed this year and then they came back with origins which kind of reset the franchise and and was very successful and odyssey and then and then valhalla but then after valhalla stunk they went, oh, you know what? We're not coming out with an Assassin's Creed next year. <laughs> and they're doing it again. So, you know, I'm okay with these companies realizing that they need a longer development cycle to put more innovation in or to change up a formula. Yeah, and they, they you know, they also have Warzone, which is still, like, raking in millions of dollars for them. So Absolutely. it's not like they don't have a Absolutely. revenue stream to soak up some of the, you know, we're not putting a game out this year. But see, Justin, where I disagree with Shannon is I think if Vanguard hit, they're 100% releasing a Call of Duty this year, regardless of Microsoft acquiring them. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where Call of Duty's kind of, like you said earlier, is kind of going through what Assassin's Creed had to go through, where mm-hmm. they were doing two games a year. And then when they realized that, oh, the quality of doing two games a year is making our product worse and yeah. like less well received. So we're going to just go to the take some time and just do one and just focus really hard on that one. And then that's when like Assassin's Creed really started to improve and stuff in terms of quality. So I think that might be what they're going to do too. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to, I think it would be really beneficial for them, especially for like Game Pass and stuff, do like cloud, like mm-hmm. be able to incorporate like Call of Duty into like cloud where you don't have to download anything. You can just like press play and like play online with people but, and stuff. With the- which would be great considering the updates are like 130 gigs. You exactly. Know, like, and yeah. they're only getting bigger with like each, you know, iteration yeah. and stuff. As, so. as art assets and everything get bigger. So. Well, they also had stated when they uh, were first, when the acquisition like was first out and everybody had questions that uh, Activision did say that they had three games that were coming out within the next year in the Call of Duty verse. And I think one Mm -hmm. of them was like a Warzone 2 and then two other games that they had yet to announce. But, you know, uh, cool. Put out a Warzone 2 and then let people play on that for a year. And Black Ops 7. Yeah. I mean, the last Black Ops game was good, though, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think Black Ops has been one of their few, like, I mean, that's, there's a reason why there's, like, four of them is because that's one yeah. of the ones that's, like, stuck. <laughs> but I also, you know what, Shannon, now that you got me thinking about it a little bit, it's very possible that Microsoft was like, hey, you know, uh, yeah, why don't you push breaks, push the brakes on Treyarch's next game and let them have a little more time? Because you're not going to have Sledgehammer or Raven working on these games anymore. Once they become our studios, we're going to have them working on X game or Y game, not Call of Duty anymore, which would give Call of Duty a longer runway. And Call of Duty, honestly, maybe should be in every other year franchise now, not every two years. You know, especially when you put them in the same boat on Game Pass with a Halo and stuff like that. So they you know uh, it be it changes the outlook when you have a company that has uh multiple assets in the space and they're trying you know if in microsoft's mind i'm not saying this i'm just projecting obviously but in microsoft's mind if they're like no we have our shooter which is halo and call of duty and we just juggle them every other year 
like how they used to juggle uh, Gears and Halo every other year, I can absolutely see them being like, oh, yeah, why don't we just replace Gears? Gears would be a nice third tier on its own now that we can just run. And the shooter space is now Halo and Call of Duty. That's a hell of an upgrade. So Mm -hmm. interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they do. But it is, I will say it's curious that it is lining up that way. It, it definitely is lining up that way. Um, speaking of acquisitions, Justin, do you want to run us through Nintendo's latest acquisition? Yeah, I kind of fun thought it was funny that this happened. Like, you know, there was a, the acquisitions with Sony and then Microsoft and stuff. And then like Nintendo all of a sudden was just kind of like, yeah, you know, I guess we'll, we'll buy someone up too. Which it's funny because they bought up their longtime development partner, the SRD co or whatever which they've been working with since like the beginning of nintendo i mean Mm. they did like they worked on a bunch of like original nes games and stuff and over the years and stuff they've like i mean i'll be honest i thought they were a part of nintendo already yeah like a lot of people were kind of like okay like because yeah that's not really like as big of like oh this is a surprise because it's like they've worked with nintendo Mm -hmm. for so long and so many people just thought that they were already like a division of Nintendo that people are like more, I think more surprised that they weren't already a part of Nintendo than the actual acquisition of them by Nintendo. But it's pretty crazy that like, um, you know, in terms of acquisitions and stuff, like the last people Nintendo acquired was like next level games or whatever for the people that did Luigi's mansion three back in, 2021 and stuff so nintendo doesn't usually like really do like big acquisitions and stuff so that's it's not even really like big but in terms of lots of money like you know a big uproar like um blizzard and stuff by the way where's my luigi's mansion 4 luigi's mansion 3 is so good it's so good like where's my luigi's mansion 4 ah kills me um no i i'm Agreeing with you that it's, if anything, this comes across as a way to just for them to shore up future development. Like it's one of those, like, we just don't want this house to leave because they seem very important in what they do (laughs) and with their, with like, you know, to, to your point, going back console generations, plural of, uh, and very important games on those consoles. Uh, So makes a lot of sense. No, no terms were disclosed as far as I can tell about how much they bought for, but uh, going to be a lot more of the same for Nintendo. But that's a good thing, I think, when you look at the games this, these companies make. Um, so I don't know if you guys saw the Dice Awards were happened this last week, and uh, which is you know the developers picking their their winners for a bunch of different video game awards. Some things I wanted to just point out, uh, any quick thoughts you guys have, uh, essentially ratchet and clank won like every animation and art direction award, which yeah, makes sense. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if there always was an outstanding achievement in character award. Otherwise I think they just created it. So everyone could look at lady Dimitrescu one more time, <laughs> you know, like, 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 oh, we're just going to put nine foot vampire mama on, on the screen one more time for everyone to ogle at. Okay, moving on. Um, and then uh, 
Outstanding Achievement in Story, Guardians of the Galaxy, Adventure Game of the Year, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Action Game of the Year, Halo Infinite, which I thought was interesting, and uh, Family Game of the Year, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Racing Game, Forza. Now, this is where it falls apart for me, Shannon. And Justin, this is where I, I don't know how much influence you had as a developer in these awards. <laughs> Sports Game of the Year, Mario Golf Super Rush. Really? 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 Like, against everything? Like, against, <laughs> <laughs> against everything, he says? Oh. It's just, it's surprising, because I'm like, are they not considering Forza Sport? Like, I mean, I guess not, because racing is probably its own thing. But against, like, Madden? Like, okay. Against FIFA? Like, okay you know i mean i'll give that i'll give that against nhl because like nhl like just is well, kind of like an afterthought for ea yeah. <laughs> EA's made the same nhl game for five <laughs> years now yeah yeah um but yeah that one hmm. hmm uh outstanding achievement for an independent game was unpacking which uh sure just the sound design alone is an outstanding achievement for for that space um and then game of the year. Do you guys know who won? Hmm. Game of the year. Uh, no, I don't know who won. Justin, do you want to take a guess? If it's <laughs> Animal Crossing, I might be a little upset. I was I was gonna say Last of Us Two, and I was like, <laughs> no, not the right year. Not the right year. <laughs> um, I mean, I would say it takes two. You are correct. Wow. It takes two. All right. And uh, which, again, I don't understand. But these being developers, I think they looked at the like mechanical achievement of It Takes Two being a co-op, have-to-be co-op game um, and the puzzle design and things of that nature and went there and said, yes, that's amazing. But um, that game's not fun. Anyway. Uh, um, before we move on, can we talk about how Square Enix has like said that uh, they were disappointed with Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, that's such a bummer. <laughs> I mean, uh, dude, like, has have they come out with? A- has Square Enix been happy with any game that they've released in like the last? I don't well, know, well, five years. Let's let's clarify any game from a Western studio that they've mm-hmm. released because mm-hmm. that re- you remember when they made the wonderful. 2013 tomb raider reboot that game is amazing mm-hmm. and won a ton of awards highly praised but it only sold like six million not 10 million copies and they were like this is dog shit <laughs> f this game and it was like whoa 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 hold on and it took it took mar uh marble it took uh microsoft buying into it so they could have an uncharted competitor for the, for us to get the sequels um and sad because we're probably not going to get another guardians game well they said in the in the press release for their disappointment that they always planned guardians of the galaxy to be a one and done kind of thing and it feels like it so... honestly it feels like it when you when you beat it but mm-hmm. i just want that team to do more stuff that game is so good that game mm-hmm. is so good please yeah, let them like... handle more things yeah, I was like, give them another like 
Marvel or like yeah. franchise or something to like work with. Like they don't even have to have movies or anything. Like give them some shit like we haven't seen yet. Make them fix the Eternals. <laughs> there you go. They can't do I mean, any worse. That's the that's the funny thing though is like they they should have looked at the disservice that Marvel's Avengers did to them before trashing Guardians of the Galaxy. I would see I would see Guardians of the Galaxy as their savior because people actually went back and gave them another chance at doing a Marvel game. You know, well, Guardians of the Galaxy had to overcome that Marvel game. It was mm-hmm. one of the main reasons it took me so long to play it was because yeah, I, mean, I, had- I waited until it was on sale like dirt yeah. cheap. And, and it's funny because in that press release, they also say that where they're like, we've taken actions to, you know, try to bolster numbers. I'm like, oh, by charging half price for it. Yeah, that sure helps, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, I mean, it took a, a ton of podcasts and Twitter feeds and everything for, to convince me to give Guardians a try. And I'm really happy I did. It was my favorite game of the last year. But yeah, that that Avengers game, whew, and it poisoned the well <laughs> on Square Square Marvel properties. Which it's like, uh, I think that's funny that they're sitting there about how sad they are about it. When I'm like, dude, Guardians of the Galaxy was on a lot of people's game of the year list yeah. last year. I was like, who had Avengers on their game of the year list the year that shit came out? Like yeah. fucking nobody. Like, what are you talking about? If, if it was on a game of the year list, it was under the most disappointing category. <laughs> exactly. You know, like. Game I wish I didn't spend $60 on. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Um, you know, we don't, we don't talk about, but are you a, uh, are you a destiny player? Justin, have you ever no. messed with that? Um, I've played a little bit. Megan's the one Megan really likes destiny. She loved one. She was like yeah. in clans and shit, like absolutely loved it. And then she, I guess, is she, is she doing witch queen? No, she, okay. She did buy, like, she played it recently and bought the season pass and whatever, but she hasn't gotten the Witch Queen one yet. But okay. I've heard I've heard good things about Witch Queen. So I was listening to um, the Kind of Funny Xbox cast, and uh, was it Paris Lilly was on there, and he was talking about how Witch Queen is essentially Destiny 3. Like, everyone starts at the same level. Like, there's a bunch of upgrades and a bunch of things they've made to systems in all that game. And, it, okay, I, I, I feel like I have this conversation with you guys once every year. Something will happen in Destiny that makes me go like, God damn it, I should play Destiny again. Because I loved I loved the mechanics of, like, the running and gunning and shooting and all of that feels so good in Destiny. But the lore is just so impenetrable, and I don't care. And I'm not going to be one of those like daily grinder people of of it to get into it. And then like listening to all this witch queen stuff, I'm like, fuck, I should buy Destiny. I should I should get I should buy back in. I should get into this. And and, and talk me off the ledge. Should we not do this? Yeah, I I don't think we should personally. Just because I mean now, I mean how many years later is it that we're into this Destiny like universe? There was so much extra shit. Like I I mean I know. I know. I, I played it back in the day when there was like maybe two or three things. Like two yeah, or three, three, three things. things. You, you, you have yeah. to go to the moon, to that one Russian base, and then like one other U.S. base or whatever. That was it. That Pretty was the much. Whole game. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole game, and you just grinded the shit out of those until you got like the tchotchkes that you needed to get your like legendary pieces, and then you were just like, cool, I'm done. Now there's like 
you got to upgrade them and then there's like subclasses and then there's other like skill they put, trees they put crafting and, in there now yeah there's like, cra- yeah. like all this shit that like just makes me want to nope the fuck out of that game and like <laughs> i just uh, you know i'm like i mean i you know it's a great sh- if if all you're doing is focusing on the shooting and all you need to do is focus on maybe getting decent gear to like you know be you know uh to, to actually be useful in that game, I would be all for it. But the fact that you got to spend so much time crafting and, and grinding, like mm. I'm never going to do that. Never. So not to play devil's advocate, Zach, but destiny yes. two is free now. I know. I know. Okay. I wasn't what, sure if you did know, but it is one of those things where what hearing that witch queen is essentially destiny three and everyone starts at the same level again. It seems like if I was going to jump back in, I wouldn't go to Destiny 2 where people have been playing for like three years and I'm I'm the like bitch at the bottom, you know, trying to like be like, what does this gun mean? You know, like that sort of thing <laughs> where it's like if everyone's at the same level of me, I'm sure it's been out a week. So I'd still be at the bottom at this point. But not to mention, like when you do level your character up to do the dungeons, like yeah. some of those raids last hours i'm not talking like one hour or two hours fair like five hours yeah i mean like that's a lot of time to invest like fair and then you don't get shit at the end like you don't get the legendary thing that you wanted or you or you or you wipe after five hours you're just like yeah we got to the last boss and we're not ready for this so we just got to bail and then regroup Hmm. like next time now you're like great i just wasted five fucking hours and i gotta go back and i gotta do this again to get this little tchotchke that i want you're all you're all making some really good points. You're making some really good points. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, you could spend five hours in Horizon Zero Dawn and feel a lot more accomplished with your life than you could in Destiny. I'm gonna tell you that right Fair. now. Fair. Uh you also or can, Horizon Forbidden West, my apologies. You, you also can pause Horizon, which mm-hmm. by the way, we didn't talk about this last week. <laughs> How amazing is it to just pause a game? It's great. Like, I was playing Horizon. Kids do something. I hit the pause button, got up, did stuff, sat back down. I didn't worry about someone else coming into my game and jacking me. I didn't worry about like having to find a corner to hide in so I wouldn't get seen and murked. You know, (laughs) I'm just ignoring that Shannon. And, and, you know, like it's, it's one of those things where like, how did we lose the pause function in games? Like it's uh, amazing to just pause a game, and I—it's crazy to me that that's a novelty in 2022. Well, I mean, with a lot of people doing games as a service and multiplayer aspects of it, I, I think that just kind of got overlooked. Because, which is sad. I mean, Justin, not to not to put the cart before the horse here, you can't pause in Elden Ring, right? Correct. It's very much like Dark Souls, where pause. Yeah. There is no pause when you push start; it just brings up the menu, but you are still moving around and yeah. still actively in the game. So anytime I had to pause to do something, like I had to get up to go to the bathroom or do whatever when I've been playing, I either did it at their version of a bonfire mm-hmm. or it was an area that I knew I already killed everything and I knew I was safe because nothing was going to come <laughs> in and ruin my day. <sighs> that seems crazy. Like I, it makes sense <laughs> if you're in, in, in online mode. But if you're mm-hmm. offline, essentially only a single player experience, like why can't I pause? Like that's just insanity to me. I don't know. Anyway, enough old man yells at clouds. Uh, 
let's let's pick another thing to be old men yelling at clouds about. Uh, hey guys, have you seen the Street Fighter Six logo? <laughs> yes, Dude, it looks so <laughs> bad. Like when when it was revealed, a lot of people were like. Dude, this looks like some like you missed like six fucking messages on your phone type of thing. <laughs> and then like literally 10 minutes later, the article was posted that someone found a very similar uh, logo on Adobe's thing for $80. Mm. And it, everyone's like, no, look, it's slightly different. Like the F slightly. T-. It's like, OK, well, yeah, obviously they fucking adjusted it. But I mean, it's pretty much the same fucking thing when you look at it. Yeah, I mean, they really mailed it in on that logo. I'll be honest, like every other Street Fighter that they've had has been like this flourish of like brushwork and graffiti yeah. and like your, all your these reds things. and yellows and yeah. oranges and like crazy fonts and whatever. And we went from that to the plain ass SF like and then they just tacked on a six like in the corner somewhere. And then it, maybe they'll throw some paint behind it for some splatter marks or some shit. And that'll be your fucking logo. Well, and. Let's let's be honest. If you paid at all attention to the uh, UFC scene in, let's say, the mid aughts, every apparel company that came out in that time had this logo with like their letters in it at some point. Like, I mean, you go down the list, it's like they all look like it. It's insane. (laughs) And I mean... Yeah, it's it's kind of like what happened with like Super Bowl logos. They used to be all cool and unique. Each one was awesome, and then now they all just are generic, pooped out one after the other. You know, and it's just like it's sad. And with that teaser that they threw out, I mean, Ryu's like a wide boy. Like, I mean, he's gotten like he's like super wide. Like, they built him like they're like okay, like hear us out, guys. What if we took Marcus Phoenix's body and put it on Ryu? He's built what? like a fucking condo. Dude, he's look he looks like a gorilla. He's built like a standing desk. Like <laughs> kid is like eight feet wide. What are we yeah, doing? There is no definite I mean, like it seriously, I looked at it and I was like, what? Wow. Like every iteration he gets wider. I mean, I get he's <laughs> older, but like, dude, like, come on. He's also got his belt like up over his belly button. Like, I mean, dude, like he's wearing old man pants and he's wide. He's super I- wide. I saw someone on Twitter when it was revealed, they screenshot like, hey, yo, someone tell Capcom they need to fix the aspect ratio on this shit. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> be straight across the screen like crazy. 100%. 100%. Also, has someone told Capcom that, um, you know, m- muscle doesn't do that? You still need bones? And like, <laughs> I don't know what training he's doing to stretch his bones with wise, but uh, yeah, that's. Well, he's got that demon blood in him, right? Like he's got that uh, that Akuma stuff in him. He's gonna, he's got Dark Ryu in there somewhere. He's he's got two Ryus that he's got to <laughs> cram into one body. He's the size of two Ryus. <laughs> well, I mean, those chonky ass toes, like bro. I mean, if you're doing? gonna make if you're gonna make that dude that wide, you need to have like middle aged Ken, where he's got like a bald spot with his ponytail. So like, there's a bald spot up on the top, and then he's got the ponytail in uh, the back. That would be great <laughs> if you had the, like LeBron James bald V going. Like, oh, that's so good. The like, retired movie star, like <laughs> Ken's looking like a Canadian trucker. You know, he's like, got, like the botch Botox experiment on his face because yeah. he's like still trying to stay relevant. <laughs> Speaking of Street Fighter, did you see that Magic revealed the new secret layer drop in its Street Fighter? Oh, I it? did that. I did yeah, see that. The Street Fighter art, like where 
they have different uh they have like chun Li, ryu kent blanca and stuff as like characters and then the specialty card is the haruken but it's just a lightning bolt oh that's funny it's <laughs> just one red for three yeah that's good that's good um yeah man okay i put this on twitter but like can we have a moment to just street fighter 4 was so good and then street fighter 5 was so bad mm-hmm. and it's like i don't i have no idea what what to hope for for six was okay was street point. fighter 5 bad because of like the rollout and yes. just like the okay so it, but it wasn't it wasn't the game mechanics or anything it was just the the slow burn of characters and content well it's it and the the online battling component like the net code was trash when they first released it um apparently it's decent now like mm-hmm. but i gave up on it years ago you know like it was just one of those things where it, it and also they changed the art aesthetic a little bit like four had that really cool painted look mm-hmm to the battles and everything. And, and they carried a lot of that over to five, but then also tried to smooth it out for the next generation a little bit. And it, it, it just didn't work, you know, for me. Um, I didn't like a lot of the new characters personally, mm-hmm. but uh, I, man, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to think about six. Maybe, maybe I just tapped out at, at four and that's where I should live at this point. I don't know. Were either one of you guys big Street Fighter guys? I think the last one I played was three. <laughs> like, that's how long ago. You want to talk bad characters. Oof, three. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I was yeah. like, that's when I kind of thought. Even then, even like, because I never really played. I think fighting game I probably played the most was Soul Calibur 2. Okay. And mm-hmm. that was on the GameCube, and I loved it. That was one that had the link as a special. Yeah, and the Xbox One had Spawn. Yeah, and then uh, the PlayStation Two one had the dude from Tekken. How random is it that they had Spawn and not Master Chief? Like, by the way, dude, I have no idea. I was sad though because I had Spawn Armageddon on the Mm. GameCube, and I was like, dude, I was like, I want Spawn. (laughs) Like, what what the fuck? But Link was pretty dope. I liked just kind of down sorting people and then just throwing bombs and stuff. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I, I, w- I mean, I like um, getting back to Street Fighter. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I'm good. I'm good at, uh, you know, I, I like playing Street Fighter games. Don't get me, yeah. don't get me wrong. I by no means am good at Street Fighter games. That's so, where like, I'm at. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I mean, I like playing it, but the story itself is, you know, getting going through each character's like storyline can be boring. Uh, just because it's kind of like you once you figure out the moves and the combos that work, that's what you stick with. Mm-hmm. Um, but by no means are those combos that are deadly enough to play in multiplayer or against other people. Like those are ones they're they're moves that are telegraphed. People see that combo coming a mile away. Like you are just obliterated when you play online with those. So yeah. you know it's fun to go through just to see what they've done with the game. But I don't get much out of it because you know it's uh, I feel. Like, I'm not playing it the way I should. I'm not playing it right, I guess, you know? Well, like it's, it, it's kind of like the Call of Duties, the Destinies, the 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 games like that. I don't have the time to get good mm-hmm. at it. You know, like, I don't, I don't have the time to get to that level. 
and you know, when Street Fighter 2 was out when I was 13, I did have that time and I got pretty good at too. <laughs> I could do the air throws and the handcuffs and, and all that crap that like, you know, would break the game. I, I could do all that stuff. Yeah, but let's be honest, back when Street Fighter 2 came out, there was like no like 15 hit combo strings that you could oh, put together. It 100%. was you had to go to kill you had to go to killer instinct for that. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And then Orchid, you could just pin somebody in the corner for, yeah. and get like a 300 combo like move. But, you know, yeah. Which explained the rest of Shannon's uh, post-pubescent <laughs> life. Um, anyway, the... Uh, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> walked right into that one. Um, unleashing his saber wolf. Anyway, uh, let's talk about... No. Uh, which made me think, though. I would be way more excited if they released just a super modern high res street fighter two. I'm actually surprised they've never done that. Like a remastered street fighter two. Hmm. Would you be into that? Yes, I would. If, I mean, if they, you know, made the controls a lot more, I mean like they don't have to do much to update the controls, just get the graphics moving like smoothly. Yeah. Um, but I know Capcom, like they're just going to want to add some extra flair to it and they'll make it like, like th- more like 3D where you can move infield mm-hmm. or outfield and that'll just fuck things up. Like they'll just ruin it. Just keep it the way it is and just polish the yeah. graphics a little bit more. That's what I'm saying. Give me the, give me the 30, $40 remaster just running 4K 60, you know, 12 fighters, you can mm-hmm. throw the bosses in there and that's it. That's all I want. Like I would play the heck out of that mm-hmm. i think they're scared to do that because they know the people who really like street fighter 2 really like street fighter 2 yeah. so they don't want to piss off that community because they're like if we even touch this game in the wrong way we're gonna piss off an entire group of people yeah but that group of people is all like 50 years old now it's fine <laughs> like god like, hey you might get their kids playing street fighter 2 like <laughs> mm-hmm. my son would be all over blanca Come on, my daughter would be my daughter would be e Honda in a heartbeat, just slapping the shit out of people. Just bah, 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 yep. Chung Lee and e Honda just like sitting there, like yep. lightning kicking and phantom fisting all over the place. Yep, gross. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, all right, let's 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 wade out of this minefield we've wandered into, and uh, let's talk about what we've been playing. So. I texted Shannon last weekend uh, about Horizon Forbidden West, and there's going to be mild spoilers here for about, uh, let's say, 10 to 15 hours into the game. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was a twist. I was like, holy shit, the t- this twist that just happened in Horizon, because I didn't know where Shannon was. And Shannon's like, oh, this thing? And I'm like, no, no, not that thing. Uh, you just wait. Strap in, man. And uh, I'm happy to to hear that Shannon got there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I, I guess we should just say it right now. So I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna spoil it right yeah, now. Yeah. So here it well, is. Well, are we putting a marker in the notes? So, yeah, okay. I think I think we the, should. The, just the, for spoiler, the spoiler alarm is going off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- thirty seconds ahead. Just go thirty seconds ahead for a minute, or I, I don't know how long. Whatever. Maybe a minute. Maybe a minute. Maybe a minute. Yeah. But uh, it comes to light that like there is another alloy uh, clone out there, mm-hmm. and she is with these this highly advanced uh, set of humans. Uh, I don't know much more about these humans at this point, but they got fucking bubble shields around them. 
They got some pretty advanced like super mechs. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of them is voiced by Trinity from the Matrix. Yep. Um, and yeah, uh, Carrie Ann Moss is yeah. one of the voices. And uh, and yeah, it's like fucking crazy because like you have to fight one of them at one point. And you're just like, I can't do shit. Like, you know, you launch an arrow at this dude and he's just like, <laughs> what a joke. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, it, I was like, oh, you know, and my and my girlfriend was here and she was like, whoa, she's like, what's that? She's like, is that is that Aoi? I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, shit just got real. So, yeah, at that point, the game is set up, you know, you're going to get Gaia. You, you, you need to get Minerva, one of the subordinate uh, things to, to reboot Gaia completely. And, and then you feel like the gate, you know, where the game's going to go. You, it's like, Oh, okay. I've got to know, go on this fetch quest for subordinates. I've got to get these clans together to, to uh, help me do this. And it feels kind of rote. Like it feels like, ah, I, I see where this game is going. And then uh, that door opens and Aloy, but it's like teenage Aloy walks in with these meta humans and it's like, oh shit, I don't know where this game is going at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh God. And uh, and yeah, it turns out it's, it's the people that came that you thought blew up that tried to escape Earth. Um, they, that was all a ruse. They actually made it. And now they're coming back for earth and, but you know, they don't want to come back to the people that are there. They're happy to wipe out the planet and restart it one more time for just for them though, this time. And, uh, that's, that's now where the story is going. You have them as the big bads and you are trying to get Gaia powerful enough that she can overtake them. Um, yeah, that was a super cool twist. I was way into it. That because I'll be honest, by that point, that story had gotten a little like, ah, okay, this is very Horizon. Uh, they 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 definitely did it a safe one here, you know. Like, okay, I see where they're going, and now I don't know where they're going. They've they've got me. They got they threw me off balance with that twist, and so I'm kind of ready for whatever they want to do at this point. Um, that that game is really good. The game is really good, you guys, and I'm I'm into it. Uh, I did have to tell Robbie because Robbie started it and was texting me. He's like, "Man, this is taking a while," and I had to tell him, "I'm like, just throw it on easy, get through the daunt. Just say yes to every quest. You can go back and do all of them. You don't have to do any of them right now. Just get every main story beat and keep going forward because once you get through the gates." And from that moment on, that game gets kind of wild and a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. So just press until you get through the gates would be my advice. Yeah, I kind of feel like um, up until you get to the daunt, it's pretty much just like get used to the controls and yeah. we'll give you enough quests to where you start to un- you just kind of muscle memory most of the quick stuff. And sure. then once you get outside those gates, that's when like the okay, the tutorial, the, the, the training wheels are off. Like, here's, like, your open world. Here's the shit that's going to try to kill you. And we're not going to tell you when it's going to try to kill you. Like, mm-hmm. you got to pay attention to, like, these new dinos and, and getting these new scans, like, under your belt so you know what these animals are weak against. You know what uh, weapons you have to craft. You know which skills you should be working towards. Like, what's your play style? Uh, I feel 
that's kind of where the game starts to take off. But dude, I'll be damned if I had every intention to get pushing forward in the main story and I got sidetracked on so many different side <laughs> missions by getting there. Like seriously, like, I mean, like, you know, I, I it's funny that you say like 10 to 15 hour mark. Like yeah. I probably could have gotten to that point that, you know, th- that story arc probably in like seven hours, but like I probably spent a good like five hours of my gameplay so far just knocking out side quests to get the extra points for, you know, leveling up my character. And and it's hot. Yeah, because as much as I would say definitely just push, 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 you hit point, you hit like not walls, but built in points where it's like, man, this would be so much easier if I just had slightly better ammunition you know, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. So I, that's why I said more like in the 10 hour range. Cause you're right. Mm-hmm. You could probably get there in like six, if you just crushed it going forward. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And uh, like, I think the game does a pretty bad job of giving you, of telling you where you can put your skill points. Yeah. Because like yeah. in the beginning, they're just like, yeah, here's this thing. And it's highlighted and like you click on it and you start building the skill tree out. I thought that was the only one. Like when you said, oh, I went trap master. And I was like, yeah. wait a minute, like I'm on like hunter. Uh, and I, it wasn't until like I just kind of experimented and moved the cursor over a little bit like to the <laughs> next like tree link. And I was like, oh, shit, I could like choose any of these. God yeah, dang it. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Um, but it's also it, it, it's also one of those games where I feel ultimately the skill tree doesn't matter because you're probably going to fill the entire thing out. Mm-hmm. Like doing the side quests and stuff. I've gotten so many levels. Like I've filled out two of them at this point. Well, I like the fact that the uh, side missions, it's the experience points don't dictate your, um, your skill points. Like uh, right. some, some okay. missions will give you two skill points regardless of what level you're at. So like it, it kind of gives you a reason to do them instead of just saying like, oh, well, I, I have to grind to get my uh, my skill points. Now you could just do side missions to get skill points. Oh, I don't think I realize that. That's cool. Yeah. 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 It makes things a lot easier. But yeah, I mean, that's all I've been playing and that's all I think I'm going to be playing for the next like pff, long time. <laughs> so so I'll be honest, the the hype around Elden Ring was mm-hmm. wearing on me all week. Like. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm enjoying the hell out of Horizon mm-hmm. and and all week just seeing like the reviews come out being like, this is one of the greatest games ever made, like blah, 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 blah. And it's it's weird, like the cult of Dark Souls has like taken over video games <laughs> and and I don't know if this is going to be one of the greatest video games ever. I haven't played it, but the hype levels around this for what is basically kind of a niche game is insane when you look at just video games as, as a totality. Um, and I, I did make the decision though, that I'm not buying it until I beat horizon. I have to play it. I have to see what it is, but I know if I buy it, I'm not sticking with horizon, at least not in the interim. And I'm at the point now where I don't want to forget the controls Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to walk away from Horizon for a week and come back and be like, "Fuck, what was I doing?" <laughs> um, so, uh, thankfully, though, thankfully, one of us, one of the three, jumped on that grenade <laughs> and and is here to live to tell the tale. Justin, 
what tell me is it one of the best games ever made so here before i tell you whether it is or not justin <laughs> i need you to insert the clip from last week when zach asked about fomo for not playing horizon and then yeah. here he is now with his own set of fomo for elden ring yeah justin you feeling you feeling the fomo you feeling left out <laughs> i don't what how is this character why am i catching strays over here like how is this like a character assassination you're not, you're not catching strays i just thought it was funny because i was like oh i'm not gonna have fear of missing out because elden ring comes out next yeah. week and as soon as it did twitter all but forgot about horizon that was might have well come out in 2020 because hey, it hey is- by the way remember when this happened uh around zero dawn when <laughs> Zero Dawn came out, and then the next week, a little game called Breath of the Wild got released, and the world <laughs> forgot about Zero Dawn. Yeah. Like, Jesus. It keeps happening. It's so funny. Um, but yes, I have played a lot of Elden Ring, and it's funny that you say it, too, because with Elden Ring, this is, because of the reviews, a lot of people have been playing it and people who haven't played dark souls haven't played bloodborne or sekiro any of those games based on just all the tens out of tens and whatever people have been picking it up and it's been interesting to see on twitter like all these people who are like they i saw someone talking about how they were like oh well it's kind of bullshit that you know i had all this stuff equipped (laughs) and my role was all fat or i was doing some fat role stuff and the game didn't tell me that you know i was over bombarded and that i needed to if i dropped shit that my role would be better and it was interesting seeing that because that's been a thing since demon souls that's been a thing since since the beginning but there's people who haven't played those games Mm -hmm. so they don't know this and the menu and stuff and the equipment whatever it does tell you like you can see those stats but it doesn't say hey by the way in like flashing letters like if you do this it's gonna fuck up your role it doesn't tell you that it does portray that information to you, but you have to know to look for it to know that that's what's going on. Sure. So it's been interesting to see all the different people complaining. And of course, you know, everyone's talking about the easy mode and stuff gets brought up and the accessibility in games and this and that the same conversation that anytime a new dark souls game comes out, because people feel left out because the game they feels too hard and they just want to run around and play. So, so I actually wanted to talk to you about that though, because that's a conversation I've heard in other shows uh, this week. It seems like they have added accessibility to the game though. So just not in a traditional sense, like not in a, I hit this toggle and things get easier mode. So I will say in terms of all of from software's, games dark souls demons Sekiro. this is by far the most like accessible to a new player yet uh what's nice there is so in this game there's a total of i want to say 83 bosses Hmm. um but out of those 83 i want to say i think 74 of them are optional oh so there are certain bosses that you have to beat to beat the game and you know that they're like a mainline boss because you get a cutscene in front of the boss so you know like oh this is a big boss whereas a lot of the other bosses which people have been calling mini bosses and stuff are the ones that are some of them are behind fog gates some of them are just out in the world 
And mm-hmm. as soon as you run into them, the health bar shows up and the music <laughs> changes and you're like, oh no, but you can run away. Like you can get away from them. Like they, well, that, they that in itself is a huge accessibility. Option. Yes. That like, is being able to just bail. Cause yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times in dark souls three where it's like, oh man, if I could just nope out of this right now, I would. Exactly. And so that's really nice. Um, being able to horseback riding game changer. It is fan fucking task being able to call your horse just have it equipped almost like an estes flash just you'd be you could be running just hit square or whatever and then while running the horse just kind of forms beneath you and you just keep going you don't have to stop you don't have to fiddle with shit it just goes and then oh, to right. get off your horse you can hit um if you have it still equipped or whatever to the q you could press q again or you could just push in on l3 and like while moving there was so there's this one part which i am gonna do spoilers and stuff a little bit Mm-hmm. for a different thing so there's this one section where i was like underground and you have to light these eight torches or whatever to light up this stairway to get to this boss and there's these um minotaur like celestial fucking things and they hurt like the ones that shoot bow and arrows like that shit was taking out like half my health on just Oof. one hit with the arrow so i was like i don't fighting them wasn't bad but it's just why i'm trying to just run through because there's groups of them and like in any dark Souls, like if you get are fighting like more than three things at like once you're usually going to die like <laughs> of anything any enemy if there's like three of them and you're getting simultaneously attacked you're pretty much fucked like yeah. your best option is to lure them one at a time and pick them off or get the sneak attack on them and start swinging at them at first to knock them down um so I was just running and there was times where I'm on the horse and I see the torch thing and I'm just like running towards it. And I'm like L3, like hop off the horse and I go flinging for it. And I'm like, light the torch, light the torch. And I have like invincibility <laughs> frames. So like shit's trying to hit me while I'm lighting the torch. I'm like, you can't, you can't. And then as soon as it's done, I'm like, roll, roll. I'm like horse again, get the fuck out of there. I'm like, where's the next one? Where's the next one? I'm just dodging and weaving arrows. I'm like, nope, nope. I'm like, we're getting the fuck out of here. So I did not want to fight what those like those things i was like as soon as i was done with that area i was like pretty sure i got all the items if i didn't i don't care i think i (laughs) fought the i lit the torches fought the boss i did what i need to do i'm dipping out of here um besides that so and so there's that and then yeah like i said in the overworld you get like the shrines and stuff are way more accessible like there's tons of them everywhere and like in dark souls 2 you can teleport between them, which okay. is like your fast travel points and stuff. And what's really nice too is a they have a lot of shrines near bosses and stuff, so it's like they knew. But there's also they introduced uh, these little statue things, and if like say there was a shrine like down the ways, but you like got near this statue and then there was a boss fight, when you go to respawn, it'll ask you. It's like, do you want to go back to the bonfire or do you want to go back to the statue? And so a lot of times if there isn't a bonfire or whatever in the area, it will have a little statue. So it's like, okay, I can just respawn right there. And then the boss fights right there and I can run, go pick up my souls real quick and stuff. Oh, so they're more like, more like basic save points. Yeah. It's like a little checkpoint basically that you hit. And sometimes there's ones that I've hit without even realizing it. Like I ran past it Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I was like, I didn't even see that that was right there. And I got to respawn right there. Oh, so I don't have to make my way through a crazy perilous level 
back to the boss that killed me every time. Like that's, that's, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. And it's been the craziest thing to me is like, so yesterday when I was playing it, I was about maybe like 12 to 14 hours in. And my friend, Matt, who I played with my friend, Matt, I'm playing on PS five. He's playing on PS four. And did, I mean, did, we, you, did you yell at him about shrimp fried rice the entire time? Or? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I like uh, how he's still a friend. He's still yeah. a friend. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. My friend that I'm going to Chicago with next week for if, a wedding. If you're, if you're, if you're not watching you, uh, you miss the air quotes around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so we were playing, we were playing together and you know, it worked really well. Um, cross-platform is if it's not like i can't play with anyone on pc or xbox but you can play ps4 and ps5 can communicate with each other mm-hmm. which is nice and the load times on the ps5 are fantastic it's almost instant like and i've had no like people have been complaining about the pc version and stuff like dropping frames sometimes and whatever for like this one certain boss fight the first mainline boss or whatever i guess ha- has really big issues with the frame rate drop and stuff yeah, okay. but I've had zero issues running it on the PS5. Um, Shout out to Megan, by the way, for letting you use her PS5. That's, yes, that's nice. I have confiscated. It's the most I've played the PS5 since we got it. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, running around and it's so not. What's crazy though? So like I said, I was playing like for fourteen hours, and Matt had been playing for maybe like I don't even know, like eight eight if that, maybe like six hours, and. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to fight this dragon boss or whatever. He's like, can you, do you want to come help me? He's like, did you already beat it? And I'm like, what dragon boss? And it's like, well, it's just, no, there was just a whole area. Like, I was like, I haven't even done that. I was like, I'm yeah. doubly far than Matt. And there's shit. He's spent half the time that I've spent. And he's like doing shit that it's like, I haven't even seen that. And oh, he was cool. finding, yeah. And he was finding stuff that he's like, oh, did you get the upgrade for your Estus Flask? I'm like, no. I'm like, where the fuck is that? And then he would tell me and I like marked it on my map to go like find it and stuff. And I'm like, see, he was like finding shit that it's like, I I explored so much and stuff and did so much that he didn't do, but Mm -hmm. he equally is still, was still in the beginning area of the game doing stuff that I hadn't even done. So it was really cool that, you know, there's so much to do that. And the best thing to do is like explore and stuff, which I know a lot of people, some people get like tired of that and stuff, but that's, that was my main goal was I was like, cool, I'm going to run around and unlock as many of the like bonfires or whatever as I can, because then I can always just teleport back. And it's like, if I need to go back there and do whatever I can, and I was like, or I can go fuck around and do this. And I was running around trying to find smithing stones to enhance my weapons and stuff and find some new armor and whatever. But it's like, I can always just go back. And there's times where it's like, I get to a new area and I'm like on a horseback and I'm like, okay, I'm like weapons tests and I'll just swing at a random enemy. I'm like, how much damage am I doing? And it's like, if I didn't take out like a third of their health with my weapon, I'm like, nope. I'm like, we're coming back. <laughs> I'm like, because it's like, dude. And there were certain ones with bosses and they're coming to the boss, like the optional bosses. I'm like, how much damage am I doing? And I'm like, if I'm not doing that much damage, I'm like, I'm going to come back later once I've upgraded my shit and fight it again. I'm not going to waste my time trying to fight it now when I'm clearly like under leveled. So what uh, my understanding is they expanded the classes and that you can start with and, and your builds and whatnot. So what, what did you pick? 
Yes. So there's multiple classes. There's, I think, probably like eight, maybe ten classes you can choose from. Okay. Um, I went with Samurai. I've heard that's a good starting class. I've, it, as you can tell, I've been reading, Justin. Yes. I've, I've, I'm, the FOMO's real. I'm, yeah. I'm so, yeah, there's like, you know, Vanguard is kind of your typical warrior class. And then they have more offense and stuff. But I picked Samurai because you start with a sword. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. And decent armor. But you also start with bow and arrow. Okay. And I know from Dark Souls, like having a bow and arrow, like having a ranged attack will come in handy, especially for, again, when there's the clump of five enemies, you can stay far away and shoot one of them to trigger them towards you so then you don't run into the five yeah. enemies. Uh, That's That was always uh, why I thought the Pyromancer was a good starting class in like Dark Souls games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting the pyro glove and yeah. stuff was always like a must at the beginning of the game. And that's what I found here. And there's one area where it's like, dude, I when I had a bunch of extra money and stuff, I bought mm-hmm. like 300 arrows. And I'm so glad I did because there's this castle area that I went through, which is where the, I think, second... So far for bosses, I think I've fought maybe like... I want to say maybe like 12-ish like bosses and only two of them have been like the main story bosses okay and the rest have just been optional ones and there was this area though in this castle which is where the second main boss is and i got about halfway through the area and stuff and got to this point the worst enemy that i had encountered came at this point which is a bird who has (laughs) katanas for legs (laughs) and his thing is there's all of a sudden you're on these like castle rooftops and there's all these barrels of like gunpowder and this Mm -hmm. thing fucking swoops by stabs it with its feet picks it up flings it at you and then like blows up and takes out like two-thirds of your health and then when it's not doing that it swoops in at you and does little kicky feet and tries (laughs) to like fucking attack you and there's like three of those birds like all next to each other in this area And I was trying to just quickly run through it. Like, I'm like, nope, I don't want to fight this. But it's like Mission Impossible 3 behind me of shit blowing up. And I'm getting launched. (laughs) And I fall on the ground. And I'm trying to get up. And then as I'm trying to get up, they're all, like, circling around me. And I was like, okay, no. So I I kept trying to go through this area. And I'm like, okay, fuck this area. And so I dipped and went and did some other stuff, leveled up. I went back last night. And I'm like, all right, fuckers. And now it's like I can kill them in, like, two hits. So nice. he swings at me, but then he like swoops down to try and get me. And I just smack him out of the air like a pinata. <laughs> and I'm like, not so tough now, are you, bitch? As I'm just like, <laughs> on the ground. And I'm like, where's your other two friends? I'm going to fuck them up, too. <laughs> uh, call then, your boys. Tell them who did it. Yeah, come. I'm like, get, get, bring all your barrels. I'll bring my greatsword. We'll see who wins. <laughs> and I got to this tell point. Tell him Justin though. did it. <laughs> yeah. You tell him J-Bug sent you. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, I got to this area, though, where there was, like, all these, like, just little soldier dudes, and they had these, like, cannon, like, fire arrow cannons and stuff. And I was like, dude, there's, like, 30 of these fuckers, like, staring yeah. me down. And I was like, nope. And I just, like, with my bow and arrow, it's like, foom, foom, like, picking them <laughs> off. Like, I was like, nope. And I, like, cleared out that entire, I'm like, I'm not running in there. I see, like, one guy kind of still stand there. Stealth, they, because they incorporate stealth now, too, which is, uh, I think, okay. a Steki row thing. And... So there's points where it's like duck it and then like kind of creep around the corner, like foom, and like pick them off. And I was like, dude, I'm so glad I bought 300 arrows because otherwise I would have immediately died in that area if I tried to run in sort of blazing and just like swing at them. 
So, I mean, it sounds listening to you describe it like it, it, it very much is a souls game, obviously, but it sounds like they've simplified it a little from Sekiro because Sekiro, like the mechanics got really complicated. And that's one of the reasons I bounced off that game. I just didn't like with the whole arm uh, thing and like the different add-ons and and abilities and all that stuff. It's like, I'm not learning all of this. Like, yeah, it's like they almost took, they took the dark souls like formula with a lot of the like combat and like enemy kind of stylings of bloodborne. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of the, almost like stealth kind of elements and stuff from like Sekiro and kind of merged it together into this new game. Yeah. And I think it all works. And it's almost like Arceus for me. Like, I feel like it's a really big step forward, like for the souls games and stuff. Like it feels really great. I like being able to kind of just tell, like explore and teleport around and Mm -hmm. do whatever. Um, The horse, like I said, the horse is great. The horse can also double jump, which I didn't find out until last (laughs) night, which I thought was hilarious. I was like, did you know, I was like playing with Matt and I was like, did you know the horse can double jump? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, never tried it. I was like, there's multiple times where falling, because like sometimes if you fall from too high, you'll die. And if you fall from too high, which they actually eased up on that a your stamina regenerates a lot faster than it does in souls games now. That's good. And then also fall damage. You can fall from a lot farther and there's one part where yeah i had the horse and it's like i'm like falling and i hit x again and i did like a second little double jump so i didn't like fall and take damage i'm like i could have been doing this from the beginning (laughs) and it was funny because last night too i also encountered a tutorial area that i just completely skipped over (laughs) they kept kept stopping me and being like oh if you push r3 and do this you can do this kind of attack and i was like dude i've been playing for like 12 hours and I, i hit this tutorial area that i just completely like which was supposed to be the first boss, I guess. And I was like, this was more like my fifth boss at this point because I've already fought. I fought my very first boss I fought. I went to this cave and there's these little fucking gargoyle things crawling on the walls. And the boss is this stone cat that breathes fire, has a giant ass sword, and then has like a Charmander tail. And he like levitates, like he'll get up and like float and then just like slam on the ground and then gets on his hind legs with the sword and starts fucking swinging mm. it. And then if you get behind him, his fucking head turns around and he starts like thrashing his tail everywhere. <laughs> and yeah, it took me like probably like 10 tries before I finally fucking killed him. I can was like, can you cut the tail off him? No. Oh, all right. Half a point off. <laughs> but yes, I've been enjoy and you can craft items now which is pretty mm-hmm. great as well there's a little item crafting and stuff you can make fire bombs and stuff and like uh there's tons of like little birds and ingredients and stuff that you can find which i love on horseback you can just run over stuff and just hit triangle real quick pick it up it doesn't stop you from awesome. moving does not so you don't have to stop and like pick stuff up you just see it it's like grab it grab it grab it as you're like running through like certain areas where there's enemies and stuff coming after me i'm just like nope run around, grab it, grab it, grab it, just get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't want to engage with any of this shit. There's one part, just my last thing. One of my favorite things that happened was there's this giant, like, iron golem thing that, like, Uh has this giant bow and arrow that shoots it from, like, halfway across the level and will just decimate your health if you get hit by it. And he's just trying to shoot you from super far. And I was like, all right, I'll go fuck with him in a minute, but I want to run around this area and collect stuff. Mm -hmm. At one point, I was up on this clifftop and I jumped to go down into this lower area. Mid-air, I got hit by this giant fucking arrow. <laughs> oh, destroyed, killed my horse. I went, like, flying, like, ten fucking feet. 
it hit the ground. And I was like, that was like a million one. Like I wasn't sitting there. I was up here and I just happened to jump. And then midair, about 12 feet off the ground, I got launched in the air. I was like, <laughs> that was like a million and one shot that this fucking thing made that probably would never happen again. Uh, I what just was, happened to get hit in the air by it. What was it? Dark Souls 2 or 3? I forget which one. But it's like when you go through the village and then you come out the other side uh, maybe it's three. So it's the part with the guys that are carrying the coffins on their backs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, yeah. Three. And then, uh, there's a castle across the river that you eventually go to and kill a big tree monster in. Um, but when you get to the river from the castle, they're like shooting ballistas into the hillside at you. <laughs> and, and it took me a second to realize it. Cause yeah, I'm wandering down the river going towards the bridge and all of a sudden just boom. Like I just got blown up with this huge, like half arrow sticking out of the ground where I was. And I'm like, what the, what just happened? Like, Oh my God. Like, so yeah, that was, that was a hard lesson of like, Oh yeah, by the way, this happens here. Like pay attention. <laughs> but yes, I will say like, as much more accessible as it is, it's still a souls game at heart. So I feel like if you don't like dark souls or that style of game, I think you're still, you're still going to have a bad time. <laughs> but it is more accessible, and I will say, you know, if you are interested in checking it out, I think it's great, and you might wait for it to be on sale or something then if you're questioning it. But if you do like games like Bloodborne and Dark Souls and stuff, it's mm. going to be a good time for you. See, I think... Oh, wait. Shannon, you have the digital PS5, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, damn. I was going to say, I was going to... I think I'm going to pick it up. Because it's obviously going to be in the game of the year discussion for 2022. And I was going to say, and I'll just give it to Shannon so he can get his hands on it. But yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm in for a penny in for a pound, uh, with this digital thing. And he, uh, he doesn't sound like he's in for any pennies on Elden Ring. Watching I mean, his face while Justin was talking. And I'm sitting there like getting closer and closer to the screen. I'm like, yes, yes, more, please. Yes. And, and. Shannon is getting further and further, leaning back. Look, like, leaning I'll back. tell you right now, it's like I hear, I hear, except more accessible, like more things. I'm like, okay, like this is cool. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking at people playing it online. Like, okay, roll dodge, roll dodge, magic, 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 roll dodge, roll dodge. Like I'm like, okay, cool. This is kind of cool. I can kind of maybe see myself trying this out. And then Justin's like, yeah. And then I got on my horse and I fucking like had to run over through here and light this torch. And then I ran and dodged and like jumped on my horse, floaty horse, and went over here and like did this and got my shit pushed in over here. And like I'm like, mm, I don't know. I think I might wait until it's like four dollars. Yeah. And so to be fair, the area with the torches is an optional area. It was an optional boss fight thing that I I chose to do and you fight like a giant moose thing like at the end of it and he's a fucking asshole but (laughs) but i mean that's that's the thing is like you see how i'm playing horizon right like zach is telling me to hit the story beats and i have done everything but hit story beats like (laughs) like i'm like okay i have every intention to get to this next story beat and i was like oh but there's a shiny quest over here i need to follow and it's like you know that's what's gonna happen if i do this other game and i think it might just be a total shit show for me if i go that route but that actually sounds like an okay way to play this game like you know there's like what justin was saying is there's a million different areas to go into and things to check out and you can nope out of anything if it gets too rough and it's just like it sounds like an all right way to play elder Ring. just kind of wander around wander the desert and then all of a sudden you're crazy leveled up and you're like oh hey boss that used to beat my ass hey 
Right. Catch, yeah, catch, catch like, these hands. Exactly. Dude, there was this one invader person in this one area that I, I probably tried about 40 times to kill him and Oof. died every single time just because his weapon hit hard. He did magic and he could heal himself. And it's like, dude, I would get him to about half or third way. And then he would just shot, like hit me with some wombo combo and I'd die. And then I finally went back last night after I had leveled up and stuff. And I'm like, all right, game time, bitch. And then just like fucking <laughs> hit him from behind. He's like healing. And I'm like, yeah, that's cute. And while he's healing, just beating him down. And I was like, he couldn't keep up with how much damage I was doing. So I finally was able to kill him. And it was the most satisfying. After dying to him 40-something times, like it felt so good to finally beat him. I mean, that is scary right there. Just the fact that like you i hear 40 times <laughs> i mean i know some of that is you just being stubborn and wanting yes. to go back a and lot just, of like, that is me in. being stubborn because you do not actually have to fight him again mm-hmm. at all it was a completely optional thing like there's an item in his area or whatever you could just drop down get it whatever and then die if you want or whatever and never have to see him again but i was like at that point i was determined that i'm like no he messed me up too many times for me to just let him off scot-free I'm going to be down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I I do want to try to get through a Souls-type game. Like, that would be probably something I can just put on my gamer card. But, um, but yeah, it's maybe I'll try it. Just, yeah, I want to get through Horizon. And playing with friends is a lot easier now. They uh, did the password system thing that they did with Dark Souls 3, where there's a multiplayer, like, password, and then there's also a group password you could do. And if you have the multiplayer password, then only people that also have that password entered in can see your summoning sign. And then if you have a group password or whatever, then they have to have that group password to be able to see your summoning sign. So so, like, so can you just get pulled in like just for one encounter? Or like if like can you pull me in and we can just like get on spirit horses and double jump together for a while? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, so there's different... So what ends up happening is, like, I could summon you into my game, and then, yeah, we could run around and do whatever. And then mm-hmm. uh, what ends up happening, though, is, like, once you beat a boss, um, you do disappear. And then okay. I would have to resummon you. But if we're not beating bosses and just running around doing whatever, you'll just stay in my game. Because I was helping someone last do, night. And, and my levels stick? Like... Or is it one of those things that you're the only one leveling up? Um, you you still get um item, you get items, you get um the whatever souls or whatever. You still okay. get that stuff. And uh, your Estes flask, I'm not really sure how that like works. I think it caps out at like three when you go into someone else's world. It caps out at three. Like right now, I have I think seven of them. Um, cause I've been prioritizing getting the seeds or whatever to get more of them. But so if you go into somebody else's game and you haven't beaten a particular boss and you help this, your friend beat that boss that he hasn't beaten either, do you get credit for it in your game as well? You get the souls from it, but you don't actually get the credit for it. Like, that boss will still be unbeaten in your world. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So. But you do get the you do get the whatever souls you would get for beating the boss. So if you get like twenty thousand souls or whatever for killing it, you do get those souls, and then you just go back to your world with those souls. Which is why a lot of people do that. They hang out and just throw their signs down in front of fog gates, and then that way they just sit there, and that's how they grind a bunch of money and stuff. Is just helping people beat bosses. Nice. Gotcha. 
because yeah i needed help for that that deer boss with the eight uh torches and stuff i needed help for it and i was like last night it was kind of fucking up though summoning people into the game so i was like whatever i'll try just throwing my sign down and i'll try helping someone and someone summoned me into their game and they hadn't lit <laughs> any of the torches yet like they just got to that area and i was like no nah, bro i'm not helping i just let a minotaur kill me i was like nope i'm out of here i was like i'm not helping you do this shit like i because i can't even light the torches he's the one that has to light them so i like led him to like two of them and i was like okay no fuck this and i just noped out of it and i was like nope i was like i'm not i was gonna help you fight the boss i'm not helping you do this entire fucking area you just created like an online nemesis forever like this dude is gonna be like i'm remembering the screen name (laughs) all right uh we should probably wrap we've been going for a while at this point um but i don't think we have spoiler no sirens right no no i don't think Unless you want Shannon to talk about Attack on Titan. No, no, it's not Sing 2, man. Sing 2 has been my jam this week. Oh, yeah. Man, Sing 2. Jesus. A lot of murder in that one, right? Like, I mean, like... the attempted. Attempted 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 murder. murder. (laughs) Attempted murder, yeah. Like, are you trying to sell me on Sing 2 right now? I mean, like, that's that's basic. I mean, like, I can't tell you. Anytime, like, Mr. Crystal is in the screen, he's trying to murder the koala bear. (laughs) He's trying to murder Mr. Moon. And just like, how many times are we going to watch this dude almost like narrowly escape death? <laughs> well, and also like, it, I still maintain that movie as better than it has any right being. Cause I went into the being like, Oh God, I'm just, this is going to be some hackney bullshit that my kids really want to watch. And it's, it's not that, I mean, it's not great, but it's not, it's not the Paw Patrol movie bad. i mean i'll tell you right now like i went into that movie not knowing what to expect not knowing the direction that they were going to take with even with like you know the stuff that you kind of filled me in on um i was really kind of disappointed that like you have this singer bono like who is supposed to be like the main you know catch of the show and he maybe sings three lines of his own song at the end and that's pretty much it like that's the payoff is like you get him to sing like the chorus of his own song at mm-hmm. the end. and like you're basically like cool that's your contribution to this um you know i was kind of hoping to hear some more like of the old vintage like u2 like songs instead of your song saved my life which i don't think i've ever heard before this song this movie came out um I, I, was this was that song made for this movie maybe i don't, I don't know, know. But, i don't know yeah. i'm just you know it's just it just seems like you know you got this huge singer and you got one maybe original song by him for the movie and three lines of him sang in the actual movie. Uh, I did like the song. I, it's, I kind of bounced back and forth. I love the opening sequence. Of, yeah. The let's of go crazy sequence. sequence. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, that's, that's awesome. And then I do like the end performance. Like that is a awesome Vegas show. Mm-hmm. If, like anybody could ever really pull that off. That'd be great. Um, but um but yeah i think i i don't know which one i like better i don't know if i like sing one or sing two i mean maybe that's a dilemma for another day i also have the issue of uh you know the first movie has them going through such lengths and then you know they end up getting their theater rebuilt they Mm -hmm. become a success in in la they're 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 doing good things and then this movie opens with them being like yeah so fuck this place we're going to vegas (laughs) um what, what about your old theater? Don't you still have shows? Fuck that. Th- I don't burn it down. I don't care. I ain't ever going back. And it's like, what? huh? 
you know, that's, that's like, the funny thing, too, is because, like, I was thinking about the same thing. Like, you went through all this trouble building it, and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, no, like, Nana has that now. She bought yeah. that place, so that's, that's her, her. That's, that's her, her bitch. Um, so, yeah, like, let her f- do her own thing in there. Let her do those artsy farsy shows. You want to do that new hotness. You got Gunter, who's coming up with ideas left and right. You, you know, Na- Nana's on the, on the phone being like, bro, you've got, like, four performances of Alice in Wonderland today? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Where, where's, where's the crew? Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, have, no. I, have, I have no performers, Moon. Like, what's happening? Yeah, I'm doing this complete with B-roll, like, right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like every stu- every understudy is doing the main role right now. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, man. man. Yeah, it's going to be tough times for the Moon Theater. It's not a happy day in the Noodleman household, I'm going to tell you. And then um, Sing, Sing 3 is going to be like, no, nah, fuck you, Bono. Fuck, like, the fuck yeah, Vegas. Yeah. We're going Hollywood, baby. We're going back to L.A. We're going to go I, back to our roots. But now we're going movies. Yeah. <laughs> Burn this theater down. I don't know. Something about, like, that whole... Oh, um, Lynn, Lynn Well Miranda will be the uh, the villain. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, well, Miranda, it, he's because yeah. he's in everything right now that's musically related. Um, Moon will be taking on him for the next like Disney movie or something. <laughs> you know? I mean, that, that's the thing is like you know, I uh, it it must be weird for an artist who does a song that's popular. To listen to somebody who is an actress who has some sing train like vocal training, mm-hmm. like sing their song and like have to be cool with it or like not pick it apart in your brain. Um. I don't know. It's just kind of weird, but you know, it's cool. It's, it's like the glee version of, of movies. It's like, I mean, if you've ever wanted to hear the guy from Kingsman play a gorilla singing Coldplay, sing two <laughs> is the movie for you. Tell you. <laughs> Checks all those boxes. Um, any, anything else? Are we good? Are we good? I think we're good. All right. Justin, I'm excited to to beat Horizon so I can get Elden Ring and play with you. I'm I'm excited. Oh yeah, no, I'm waiting for once you start it, the text messages to start yeah. rolling, and you're like, okay, hear me out. What do I need to do? Yeah, I'm gonna be like, okay, so this is the class I picked. I have no idea what to do next. Um, yeah, it'll be good times. All right, so Justin, why don't you go ahead and take us on out of here? You know what, guys. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. Um, if you guys kind of checked out for because of spoilers for Horizon and Elden Ring, too bad, but you're missing out. But if uh, you know you uh, did stick through, you know why don't you uh, give us a little baby review on Spotify? And let us know uh, what you like and. Uh, also, real quick, uh, I got a car update. Uh, my car is getting fixed. Which wow. Is, yeah, yeah. They actually decided they're going to fix it. Uh, the The people called me um, yesterday and said that they're going to start working on my car Monday, so I should have it back sometime next week. Excellent. Nice. Good news. Yeah, that is good news. And I also uh, I paid it off, too, so now it's completely yeah. paid in full. And once nice. I get it, once I get it back, uh, I'm leaving Progressive, and I'm probably just going to... Uh, get it bundled with state farm since that's who I have the homeowners renter insurance or whatever from. So get that discount. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rolling in Kawagama lands. (laughs) (laughs) All of them. And uh, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, Hey guys, go be great.
and Easter's almost here, and I got these freaking Reese's peanut butter oh, eggs, bro. and it's like, um, uh, oh god, oh, oh god, oh, it's in my face, it's all over my cork, and, uh, 